Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Let's do it. Rock and roll time on a Thursday. Making those thrills happen as we get after it. Coming at you from the Bunker Studio, Team B Media. I'm thinking you know the setup by now as you find this thing more and more by the day. Getting comfortable, throwing it on the Bluetooth in the car at home as you make your way into the office, whatever. And I'll say what I say pretty much every day to you. Thank you so much for being here. That's half the battle, my friends, as we get up and after it. And we got a lot to talk about. Football playing Florida this weekend. Arkansas back after a bye week. Usually the bye weeks are difficult to get through during the season because you're eager to talk about the next game, watch the next game, process it, go to it, whatever the case may be. But not this year where Arkansas has been so bad, kind of so surprisingly bad in terms of the wins and the losses that I think we find ourselves appreciative of a week without football last week. Chance to get out to Bud Walton Arena, watch some basketball. We have talked a lot of hoopage here on the show of late, which has been great because Arkansas Razorback men's basketball has got it going on right now in a big-time way. And um, I'm fired up for it. I, I think basketball season is going to be a lot of fun this year, not just based on one game, more so on the personnel on this roster and kind of the overall trend trajectory of the program headed upwards and onwards. I mean, realistically. So hoops is here coming back on Monday night, Alcorn state for your first game of the season. We're going to give away two pairs of tickets to that game. One today and one tomorrow, but the first game of the year is coming up on Monday night. First official game after the exhibition game against Purdue and excited for that. We'll get back to some basketball in a bit. I think Arkansas and Florida this weekend will prove to be a more competitive game, a better football game than folks maybe are anticipating going in. Gators, the six-point favorites as we get ready for it. And I don't feel like we're at a, a spot right now where Arkansas has anything to lose. I mean, your OC has already lost his job. So now the team is just playing for itself, really, and it's new OC Kenny Guyton. And you're playing for respectability. I mean, it's it's not been a good season, but a win against Florida this weekend would suddenly throw the possibility of a 4-0 finish, right, a perfect November, into the mix. Because I think you would argue, at Florida, toughest of these remaining four games. I'd go... Probably Missouri, second toughest. 
And then third, Auburn, pretty close behind. Hugh Freeze coming through with a victory against Arkansas last year when he didn't even have the player personnel that he has at Auburn. He took a Liberty team in here and won. So I think he got three really tough games left. At Florida, home Auburn, and home Missouri are, are basically all interchangeably brutal, brutally difficult. And then you've got that Florida International game coming up here in a few weeks, which... You know, going into the year, I think he expected, as as most of us did, that that would be Cakewalk City, that Arkansas would have no problem getting a W against FIU, and instead, unfortunately, you find yourself now wondering if 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 they're gonna win another game this year. Period. That's really where we're at. Two and six for Arkansas. You might talk about one possession losses, but your record is still two and six. And uh, man, you'd like that to be. A lot better than that right now. Heck, four and four would be miles better than that. So football getting ready for Florida, a place Arkansas has never won. Yesterday, we talked expectations for this game, and so many of y'all of the mindset that Arkansas doesn't really have much of a prayer here, more so because of history and offensive inefficiency. And then the Zebras factor into that conversation, too. I don't feel like Arkansas, at least in my time covering the team over the last 16, 17 years, I don't think Arkansas has ever really gotten a fair shake on the road in Gainesville. That's where you are this weekend. 11 a.m., baby, for Arkansas and Florida. And let's go. Let's go. And let's make this thing happen. I'm fired up for it. It's good to watch a football game again. See your team play one. As I set out the gates, there's so few of these games every year. Enjoy them while you got them. And as frustrating as it's been, I think there's a chance now to, especially after the OC swap, right? Hit a little bit of the reset button and maybe enjoy just watching football for a few more weeks because before we know it, it's here and gone goodbye in the blink of an eye. Arkansas Razorback. Football, talk out the gates. Men's basketball, getting ready for a season opener. I got women's basketball. If you follow the show live on Podbean, you're going to have a lot more chances to win stuff. Social media will get you through the door pretty frequently as well. And uh, heck, some mornings we'll probably do the YouTube thing, but um, your listenership is greatly appreciated. I want you to know that. Question of the day today. Spurred on by the Texas Rangers and their world championship victory last night in five games. This is an afterthought game five after their demolition derby on the road of Arizona in game number four. But I think you found yourself, you know, ultimately watching a team that was the best team in the postseason. Texas up and down throughout the year had a ton of injuries to that pitching staff. You can only imagine if they'd had Jake DeGrom and Max Scherzer right. But Texas figures it out. Plugs holes in a bullpen that was very shaky. And at the end of the day, I mean, wow. Bruce Bochy is a managerial genius. I mean, he is. The guy is a managerial genius. And to win his fourth championship after three in San Francisco, heck, I thought the guy was an outstanding skipper for so many years in San Diego. And you find yourself ultimately an admiration of a guy who just couldn't shake the itch. He had it. It wasn't scratched by retirement. It wasn't scratched by, you know, hanging out with the grandkids. He wanted to get back to baseball 
and make himself a champion again. And he steps into a Texas Rangers franchise that's been mostly a laughing stock for 55, 60 years. You know, choked away that World Series against St. Louis. Talk about a Bermuda Triangle for Arkansas and Omaha. How about Texas throwing away a couple titles there 12 years ago? Should have been back-to-back world champs. I mean, one of the colossal chokes of all time there. And um, you're one strike away. That was Razorback City. So what do they do? They suffer through the next 12 years to get back, and then they go off in the playoffs. How do you go 11-0 and on the road in the playoffs? Think about that. 11-0 and on the road in the playoffs for the Texas Rangers. It's unbelievable what they were able to do. So, again, a testament to Bruce Bochy, one of the greatest managers in the history of the sport. You can't tell me coaches and managers don't matter. I'll hear that sometimes. Eh, it don't really matter. Well, if that don't matter, then how come you and me aren't coaching for gazillions of dollars? Right? Of course they matter. It's like the jokers out there tell me, you know, I could do that. I could do sports talk every day. Then why don't you go do it? Because of the thing that happened. Exactly. You do what you want to do, and you commit to it in this life, and you don't let people tell you no. If it's your calling and it's what you're supposed to do, like I've been doing this for almost 30 years, then you go do it for 30 years. You don't just walk down the block and holler at the people who are doing it and be like, man, you stink. I could do it way better. No. That's not what you do. You respect people who bring it for a lifetime. Bruce Bochy is commanding of our respect this morning. Four world championships, just the sixth manager in baseball history. Number six, that's it. In 150 years of the sport, just the sixth skipper ever. One for the thumb on the other hand to win four championships in his career. That's not a lot of guys. And to do it in the modern era, Pretty unreal. Plus, think about it. When has Bruce Bochy been a favorite entering a postseason? When? I mean, maybe one of those San Francisco Giants teams was a kind of favorite because of their regular season totals. Those Giants teams were the epitome of team efforts. They weren't very good. Three world championships in a five-year span in San Francisco. I mean, that's dynastic kind of stuff there, even if you didn't go back-to-back. And now he adds number four with Texas. Obviously, Adolis Garcia was their best player throughout the postseason, but he ends up hurting the oblique and not playing the last two days. I'd have given him the World Series MVP anyway with a game-winning home run and the flipping of the series early. But then again, Seager had that two-run tying shot in Game 1 that really flipped the momentum. Seager wins World Series MVP. He was great. 5 nothing. Texas wins it last night. Game was scoreless through 6. Arizona just got really tight here and could not produce in the clutch with runners in scoring position. It really seemed like that play of the plate a couple of games ago when they had a chance to score early in game three but could not, were denied. And Max Scherzer worked his way out of trouble there in the, I think it was the second inning of game three. That that was it. And sometimes that's all it takes is a big swing of momentum and some good work out of the bullpen. Texas got great bullpen work for a team that was you know, so suspect in that area to get this much good pitching down the stretch. Pretty remarkable stuff. And Bochi again, pushing all the right buttons. So, I mean, Texas is loaded, y'all. Just great players up and down the lineup. Seager was an awesome addition for them. Obviously, in free agency, so was Simeon. They spent a lot of money. Some of it wasted. You're spending $200 million on Jake DeGrom. And, I mean, he wasn't even there for you in the postseason. I bet you wish you'd have that money back right now. Uh, Max Scherzer going to cost you another $40, 50000000 million next year. I'm not sure Texas is in a great spot from the from the luxury tax threshold to stay here. 
But they've got so many good young hitters, and Josh Young at third, and Evan Carter in left field, uh, Leody Tavares in center. We mentioned Garcia earlier. They can add some starting pitch, uh, pitching. There's no reason to think Texas can't get back and win another one here in the next couple of years. But we'll see how that goes. For now, the Rangers, a long-suffering franchise, one of the uh, by win percentage, losing his franchises in baseball history, and they get their moment in the sun, kind of like the Cubbies seven years ago. The sun shines on a dog's rear end every once in a while, doesn't it? Now that's not nice enough. Texas was the best team in the postseason and one of the best teams all year. No question about that. And you got a lot of folks around here who are suddenly diehard Texas Ranger fans right now. A lot of them, some folks who have previously repped the Royals and the Cardinals. I got one friend who's a Yankees guy who's rooting for Texas now. I think it's a terrible look for all y'all. But if you're a real Rangers fan and that is your favorite team, and you've rooted for them hard your whole life, and you're you know you're from Dallas or something. I get it. And if you're an Arkansan rooting for Texas today, I just don't get it. You're gonna have to explain that to me because that literally is so hypocritical. It makes no sense at all. We'll talk some more about it. Your boy JB breaking down the World Series and Razorback football in a little hoops in the first 15 minutes of the show. And now we're talking fanhood. Question of the day: Is it okay to have two favorite teams? In the same sport, is it okay to have two favorite teams in the same sport? What a good question as we get that one going today. Um, like Arkansas and Florida this weekend, can you root for them both? Is that allowed? A couple of y'all, like Donnie in uh, Tampa, have said, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Can't really watch sports like that, man. Not me. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWAJB. It's Basketball Media Day for the Razorback Ladies. We'll get on and headed out to that. We'll have some sound to share with you as we work it forward. It's November. They remember November. JB with you, Team B Media Bunker Studio coming back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you got to go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around, right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com, online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave, proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. 
when it's five o'clock or you just want to blow off some steam or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft, proud sponsor of the Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the Hedgehog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. Man, loving the new setup, loving the new digs. So good to have you in here. On the real NWA JP, of course, people's post game shows. Man, they've been fantastic. Our first nine, ten of those bad boys in the can already. We did a little basketball impromptu this past weekend. That was kind of fun. Of course, Saturday's all year football and basketball season. Bringing it to you, the people, the people's post game show on Saturdays as we get on the air with you less than 15 minutes after that game is over. So get in the habit, like so many of y'all have done already. And get it on your presets, and then you'll be in the spot where you can just throw it on whenever you want it. On the YouTube, on the Podbean, on the website, therealnwajb.com, as you Bluetooth it up and make your way out of each and every game. Nobody wants to hear the drawn-out highlights and commercials. You want to hear somebody breaking down the game you just watched. That's what I always wanted. That's what I always turned to my radio for. Now it's a digital radio, baby. So we can time shift this thing in any direction we want. Doing a little lunch yesterday with my friend Bobby D, not Mr. De Niro. Though he's got a little De Niro swagger to him. But um, hanging out with my friend Bob and Rogers yesterday. And, you know, he, he made the comments like a DVR on the radio, man. That's what you're doing now. If I miss the show, I can listen back later. It's awesome. I think he's right. There's something about the perpetuity, right? The permanence in a way, as much as it can be permanent. Of a sports talk show, you're taking this in believe, invisible make-believe content, and you're creating something. And then when you get it, I don't know, cemented, solidified into concrete form in a podcast, and it's out there for people to listen back to when they want to do it, it's pretty awesome. Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google, and at our website as well, therealnwhjb.com for the show podcast on your own time doing it what six days a week maybe seven eventually but big man upstairs might not be happy about that question of the day today as we get back into it this one inspired by our good friend tyler who is making it happen in bentonville and our guy t man um he is he's trying to stretch it he's trying to turn it into something that i don't know if you can do i don't know if you can do it's just really difficult to make it happen when you like one team so much. And and I think to suddenly now 
root for two different teams is a difficult argument, but maybe you can make that argument. Our question of the day today, for real, is it okay to have two favorite teams in the same sport? Is it okay to have two favorite teams in the same sport? And we got three options up there for you. Yup. Nope. Or fake fans only. How about that for an answer there? Yup. Nope. Or fake fans only. And obviously, we've all got folks right now who are presenting themselves as diehard Texas Rangers fans, and that's not unusual. Um, We've got a lot of Astros fans come through it in recent years. Remember how many Saints fans there were in Arkansas? A few years ago when they were good with Drew Brees, all of a sudden everybody's a Saints fan. I've never seen anything like that before. Uh, Golden State Warriors have a fan base across the country. That's fun. Lakers have fans all over. That's fun. Yankees, my goodness. There were so many Yankee fans for so long, and now you've kind of seen the pinstripes go away a little bit because they haven't been so good. St. Louis Cardinals most years have a gazillion fans around here. This year a lot of them have migrated and gone into other regions, other circles. So, um, look, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying being a diehard fan of just one team is an easy way to go in life. It's kind of like being married. Like, I love my wife. She's a hottie. She's a smoke show. She's a mother of my children. Been married to her for a really long time. I can't even remember life without her. And she's the center of my universe, man. All that stuff, right? It's still hard being married to one person. Like, it's hard. There's just things and pressures and stresses in life that can throw you for a loop. So you got you to gotta be committed to the long haul. Getting married is a serious thing. In this country these days, we got a divorce rate of like 55%, approaching 60%. I mean, that is a damn nightmare is what that is. A damn nightmare. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy. But uh, if you're in and you want to do it and you want to build your life with somebody and you want to be there come hell or high water, then you do what you got to do and you commit to it and you don't go running for the hills when, you know, she gets sick and she won't go running for the hills when, you know, you change jobs. I mean, it's a, it's a reciprocal thing. A diehard committed relationship. Well, being a diehard sports fan is is a lot like that. There's no bailing. There's no running for the road. And the biggest reason why is because of the emotional attachment. Like, I couldn't recreate what I have with my wife with anybody else. I couldn't go back and, you know, reconnect with an old college girlfriend or some girl. No, you couldn't. Oh, that girl you liked way back when. You hear stories once in a blue moon in a movie like The Notebook. People read. Yeah, I watched The Notebook once upon a time. People reconnecting a gazillion years later when they're old. That doesn't really happen. To be there for the long haul is really hard. It means a lot of suffering, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of pain, a lot of losing, a lot of ego checking. It's like these people just want to pick up new teams. I'm a hockey fan now. I'm a basketball fan now. No, don't just be a a fan of convenience. I'm a Vegas. I'm a diehard Vegas Golden Knights fan. I've been a fan of them for the whole three years they've been in existence. 
I think diehard has to be built over a lifetime. I'm not saying you can't be a diehard fan when you're young. Just like you, you can fall in love when you're young. Most people do a little bit, infatuation love. But it doesn't mean you should get married at 15 years old. This isn't the 1840s anymore, right? you got to build that up. you got to be able to trust each other. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a lot easier to just switch horses midstream, to change in the... Uh, Exchange, if you can, the current edition of whatever you're hitched to for the newer, sexier model, right? Like a lot of these folks do these days, guys and gals, not just guys anymore, but they'll trade in the hubby or the wifey for, you know, a model that's, you know, 10, 15 years younger. I mean, I, I see it with my own eyes all the time. My friends who've done this. On the one hand, you're like, that's totally gross, dude. How can you do that? On the other hand, you're like, good for you. Because you only live once. And it's hard to be happy. And so, you know what? I've answered our philosophical question about can you have two favorite teams here? I think you can. Who the hell am I to tell you you can't? In your side, don't they still marry five, six, seven people? I mean, look, so we're all different. Everybody's got a different approach. I don't know anything. You're allowed to root for every team you want. In fact, I've just made a decision. I'm rooting for Arkansas and Florida this weekend. I am. I'm going to root for both teams and see what happens. I think I'm guaranteed victory and defeat. I think I'm guaranteed victory. Some of you are chuckling right now in the chat room. And I'm sure on the other end of the digital radio, but I'm 100% serious about this conversation. Like, think about it. How hard it is to be a diehard sports fan. Question of the day today. Is it okay to have two favorite teams in the same sport? Yes, no, or fake fans only? My friend Bethany is calling. Good to hear from her this morning. It's been a minute. What's up, Lady B? What is on Bethany? How are you? Can you hear me now? You cannot. How about Tyler in Bentonville? Give him a crack. What's up, T? Good morning, JB. Good morning, T. We can hear you. We can actually hear you a little bit, which is a nice change of pace. Still working on getting that new code where I can get the pod dude and do the pod dude. Uh, still working on it. It's a uh, working program. You sound like you have a really bad cold. Well, we'll keep we'll keep it short. I appreciate the call. You are you are a former diehard Cardinals fan who is now a diehard Rangers fan. Obviously, one of the inspirations for today's conversation. Hold on, one of the inspirations for today's conversation. So you're now on the stand, the witness stand. Uh, let's defend yourself. How do you explain being a a diehard fan of two teams? All right. Well, here's the deal. You know me 12 years ago, which is which I get it. Understand? I've been married to my wife for 15 years, and I like. You know, let me let me just get this. Let me just throw this out there. I get the argument that she's trying to make, and I respect it 100. Baseball's a little bit different for me. I grew up going to a lot of Rangers fans, or a lot of Rangers fans playing Cardinals games. Obviously, and this comes straight from my wife, and uh, she wanted me to tell you this this morning. I was adopted into the Rangers family 15 years. And so I actually put on my Redbirds hat 12 years ago when uh, when they what? When they beat the Rangers, and I ended up sleeping on the couch for three nights. All right, look, you're just, uh, you passed the test. All right, so the Rangers are your second favorite team. That's fine. I don't think that's real. I think they might be your favorite team. So I don't think you can claim the card. I'm going to accept your argument 
You are a diehard Texas Rangers fan. Unfortunately for you, I'm going to require you to relinquish your Cardinals ID card here at the door. I can't let you keep that. So next October, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it when the Redbirds are hot and, you know, and, and they're on a run and Arenado's got eight home runs in the postseason. I can't have you out there on social media purporting yourself as the biggest Cardinals fan ever. That's like having two wives at the same time. You better move to Utah or something, buddy. You better move to the Middle East. That's not cutting it in Arkansas, okay? It's not going to do it here. All right? I, I understand the argument. Nope, nope. You keep calling it an argument. It's a fact. It's not an argument. You cannot be married to two people at the same time in most states. It's called bigamy. You go to jail, buddy. You go to jail. I like Tyler's argument that he's a diehard Rangers fan. He wins. He wins. Cardinals fanhood is over. Lady Bethany, keep it quick. We're up against the break, and I got E.T. on the other side of the break. Give us a Florida Gators preview. You swung and missed the first. You swung and missed it the first one. Strike one. How are you, Bethany? Mm Mm-mm. No, I don't. So I married into a North Dakota State Bison family, like diehard season ticket holders, football, basketball. They're obsessed with it, right? And so, like, I think it's cute. I think it's nice. I didn't grow up with it, but my wife and her parents love it. So, I've, you know, I've gone to a couple games. It's cool. I don't care. If they're on TV playing Montana State or Texas School of the Blind, I root for North Dakota, baby. Of course I do. But I don't walk around pretending I'm a diehard fan. And every time they win a championship, Bethany, I'm not out there bragging about a title. That really bothers me. My phone this morning, I turned it on. I'm not going to name names right now. But a lot of folks just blasting me with texts and comments. And I got to break, Bethany, but I'm glad you got that in. A lot of folks blasting me with Texas Rangers championship stuff. And I just, I don't get it. Some of these, I don't even have all these phone numbers, first of all, because I got a new phone a little while ago. Some of these numbers and some of these folks who I do have the number, this is not a great look for you. But I'm happy that you find happiness where you can. I'm rooting for Arkansas and Florida this weekend. We'll see how that goes. 740, Edgar Thompson, the man, the myth, the legend himself from the Orlando Sentinel. We have him locked down on the pod bean. This is going to sound like a million bucks. We'll come back in three minutes, get you a preview of Saturday's showdown in the swamp between Arkansas and Florida on the real NWAJB. Coming back. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs. And don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a diehard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability. Accessibility. 
convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday, for 90 minutes talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. Intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out. Intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Ooh, pig suey. Your boy is back, and so is football season. All right, welcome back. The Real NWA JB. Some good spots today at Edgar Thompson and Jermaine Petty. A reminder that you can always listen back to the entire program for 24 hours up there on the Podbean Live, so you get a chance to listen back on your own time. And that said, let's get to some of the responses we are getting in this morning. Question of the day, is it okay to have two favorite teams in the same sport? Is it okay to have two favorite teams in the same sport. Yes, getting 45% of the vote. No, getting 45% of the vote. This is on Twitter. And fake fans only getting 10% of the vote. Tyler writes, depends on the sport. Baseball, yes. Every other sport known to man, no. Maddie says, not when you grow up in Boston or New England. I smell a rat. It's a good take out of him. Chris says, it's okay to like more than one team, but you can only have one favorite. Randy says, I grew up with the AFL and the NFL, so I have two teams, which are the Cowboys and the Chiefs. I mean, this conversation gets more trepidatious the further you get into it. Like, one of the things I want to know, and Chris and Gravit made this point, I think it's a really good one, is how can you root for the Texas team so hard? I thought one of the big things about being an Arkansan was you don't get to root against those teams. You don't get to do it. So, uh, I don't know. Benny writes in, there can only be one. I have a second favorite that I love. But seriously, it's got to be Arkansas and nobody else. Johnny, no. Just the teams of my youth. Tyler, I agree with Cody. I think a lot of younger fans follow their favorite players and not just one team. Jordan, cheer for whoever you want. Makes games fun. Blake, fourth option for who cares so much about other grown men. Enjoy sports. Wow, didn't see that option. (laughs) Ha <laughs> Me either. Billy, I usually root for two teams in the sports that I follow. It's my favorite team. I always want my dad's team to win. But at the end of the day, you root for a team that's successful most of the time, don't you? Cody, I have my own team. I also enjoy seeing individual players do well. What a great conversation. So many different people weighing in. Chris says, not really. I like multiple teams, but I root 
for a favorite team. And how about Ryan Fakers only? I mean, just think again, at the end of the day, and y'all did great with this question today. It's got to come back to, you know, do you feel okay doing it? Can you justify that look to other folks? Can you do that? Or are you more of the mindset that you just can't even handle that, that it's not even worth it for you? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think the back to the opening conversation on the show today, I think the idea of, you know, rooting for one team, just like being married to one gal, it's harder. It's not easy. But at the end of the day, when your team wins that title, if it ever comes, it's a glorious thing. And you don't have to worry about defending yourself to anyone. What a great philosophical conversation. I mean, it is fun to have it. And it's been great to have you on board. Social media, follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWA JB. Your boy Josh Bertaccini making this thing happen here inside of the Team B Media Bunker Studio for 90 minutes on the daily as we get after it each and every morning. And I want to remind you folks as well that we'll be live for the People's Post Game Show coming up on Saturday afternoon. So 2.30 to 4 o'clock as we get after it. And man, that is uh, that's going to be a very telltale kind of game for Arkansas against Florida this weekend. The Hogs come out with some some guts, some grit, some fire. They show a little fight. Do we see some pushback, or do they just continue to give in to what has already been a very difficult season the whole way around? Frustration running tantamount throughout Arkansas Razorback land right about now, and I get it. Hogs are a six-point underdog. We will come around the corner and do a Football Friday show for you tomorrow. Picks, um, of course, getting into that. The high school action getting late as we're into conference play. And we'll give you more of a feel for the NFL weekend to come, too. Bob Knight passing away at the age of 83, one of the most rugged coaches of all time. Obviously a scary dude, but these intimidators, man, they have, uh, they've got something different. Cut from a different cloth, that is for sure. On that note, for the whole Team B Media crew, I'm Josh Bertaccini. For the real NWAJB, y'all have a fantastic Thursday, and we'll see you tomorrow at 7.